gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. And I am now poor Zen. Oof, and you'll I've, find out why. Man, I'm still, oh. I'm trying to figure out where to spend my money, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are continuing our discussion about Van Eaton Gallery's upcoming auction, Disneyland, the first 65 years. Yep, this auction will be taking place on August 15th and 16th and features over a thousand pieces of Disneyland and other Disney parks history. And on our last episode, which you haven't, if you haven't listened to it, what what were you doing? Go go check it out now. Um, we talked about which of the more affordable pieces we'd get. That means things that are under a thousand dollars. And this time, we are going to pretend that money is no object and aunt Betty left us her fortune. So, uh, and we're, or maybe we're just like John Stamos where he has the Disneyland signed in his, in his backyards. So what is everyone buying? Um, can I, I'm going to go do it. Go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Um, I think the one thing I'd like to have, um, is some of the posters Um, specifically because once again i want to decorate my house don't have a lot of space i do have a little wall space they have some um posters from tokyo seas and this is number 1101 and it is an original aquatopia attraction poster Tokyo oh, Sea 2001. Yeah. And these posters are always so neat. You see them in all the Disney's is that they're done in an art deco style. And it's once again, it's just a poster from mm-hmm. Japan that shows the Aquatopia ride. And I think it is super cool. It is me- It measures 45 by 30 inches. And they said it's good overall. They expect this to go somewhere between three and five thousand dollars. Wow. Oh, man. That is so. much money. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of money and for paper. Piece of paper. Right. right. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you listen, you should listen to our p- for earlier episode where we did the under thousand and Jen and Zen chose like full on tables and chairs for less than a thousand. <laughs> <Right? laughs> so, yeah. And now it's a poster. A right. Yeah. Well, Man. so this is interesting is that this was actually designed and printed for park use, mm-hmm. but it was never actually used. So, you know, lots of times you'll see yeah. these posters that are um, in the walkways and such. So apparently maybe if some of the older posters faded, they could take out the old poster and put this up. Mm-hmm. Apparently this is kind of new old stock. It was actually never used. So wow. it is a pristine piece. That's pretty nice, but that's, that's also a lot why. of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Man. All right. Um, I'm going to go with my least expensive item first. And that would be lot items. Again, I haven't really chosen which one specifically. It's an art. It's a painting, actually. Um, it's lot numbers 229 through 231. And they are original Walt Paragoy, I hope I pronounced that right, Main Street Paintings. Oh, nice. So they're all from 1955, and they're all original paintings 
by Disneyland or Disney legend Walt Paragoy. And each of them is depicting like a Main Street, like Main Street kind of picture. Um, two of them are the horse drawn carriages going down Main Street. And then and the third one is a man playing what looks like a. I cannot think of instruments right now. It's a black. It's one of. <laughs> it's one of the. Um, oh my god! It's not a saxophone. He's playing an instrument. He's a band member playing an instrument. <laughs> um, and they're all going for about twelve hundred to. 50, or not going for they're estimated to go for 1200 to 1500 and again i just like it's paintings they're watercolor and pastels um and they're not super in your face disney which mm-hmm. i like and i like the style um and just imagine that like on your wall at home it's just such a it's very colorful and vibrant and just that like hint of disney yeah, that'd be a cool grouping to have, or maybe like going down a hallway or something. Yeah, yeah that would be neat. I like that. Well, mine is also art. Um, <laughs> so I am a big fan of Sleeping Beauty. Prince Philip is one of my absolute favorites. And actually, when my husband and I got married, we did uh, uh, Aurora and Philip cake toppers on our wedding. I love cake. it. So um, I found this original Briar Rose and Prince Philip production cell. It's lot number 23, and it is from 1959 when the movie came out. And it is a beautiful original production cell featuring Briar Rose and Prince Philip from Sleeping Beauty. The cell was originally sold at the Art Corner in Tomorrowland and has been slightly trimmed to 8.5 by 10 in order to fit it into a standard Art Corner mat. Um, it's been rematted, but it still has the original art corner printed background and it looks like it's in pretty good condition and they think it's going to go for anywhere between 2000 and 2500. And it is so cool. Like it's, it's Aurora kind of turning to leave because she's like, Oh no, you're a stranger. I just remembered <laughs> I need to go home. And he's like, Whoa, 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 where are you going? Please come back. I love you already. So yeah, I would get that if I could. That's cute. I like so, the sentimental aspect. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Oh, what next? What next? Um, okay. One of my favorite rides, I don't know why in particular, is the Dumbo ride. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't know if anyone has noticed this particular feature. Maybe I'm just, uh, maybe everyone has. But when you're actually riding the ride, on the arms that come off of the ride that hold the Dumbo thing as you're going around, there is this kind of pretty ornate kind of something that goes on top of it. And what it is, is that you see a, um, it's a chipmunk with its arms straight out and there's a pinwheel on the back of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. And as you go around, um, the pinwheel catches wind and it spins this wheel with this chipmunk with his arms straight out and it makes the the chipmunk kind of spin around in circles. Mm-hmm. They are selling one of these things. Wow. <laughs> so it's actually part of the ride where the chipmunk, chipmunk um, hangs off of the ride. And oh. 
It is so cute. I every time I get on that ride, I stare at that thing because it's kind of <laughs> funny because they're kind of heavy mm-hmm. and they they um sometimes they don't rotate in the wind because they're so heavy. This is number six hundred fifty two original prop section of the uh, Dumbo the Flying Elephant. They expect it to go as little as eight hundred, but it could go over a thousand dollars. And I would told I think it's six foot long for what Whoa. I fifty inches oh, long. Jeez. Five feet. I'm going to put this on my mantle. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or, wow. Or I would do something to feature. I mean, like, I would put it, like, I would build a shelf and put it over, like, a bed or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Would, you know, I'm usually not to ha- get something just to show. I want something functional, but I will make an exception for this Yeah. Thing. Turn it into its own art piece. Yeah, yeah, it is so cute, yeah. and and this actually has a lot of actual damage. Um, so the paint is chipping off the chipmunk's stomach, and it has some actual use wear on it, hmm. and that's what kind of makes it special too. I think so. Mm-hmm. Anyways, number six hundred fifty-two. Check it out. Buy it for me, please, that's someone. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> right, I like I like it as a mantelpiece. That's really cool. Yeah, I didn't it, it, know what that was when I saw it in the. The um in the fly or the brochure, I was like, "What? I don't if, know." But thank you for the explanation. <laughs> if you look in the um in the the brochure, they have. If you just look um in the top left hand corner, they actually have a little inset oh. picture that mm-hmm. shows you um where it is on the ride, on the arm where it's suspended Got on it. the arm. So, mm-hmm. and if you it. have spent a long time waiting in line for that ride and been a bored child you know it pretty well you're yeah. staring at it like huh when's it my turn <laughs> yep so but i i just think it's so funny to see that thing spin around in a circle so mm-hmm. Anywho. nice okay um my next item i did not realize how tall this was uh it's lot number 161 and it's disneyland mickey ear lamp post nice uh, <gasps> that was I on my shirt that too. one it's so cool. And I can't wrap my head around how tall 15 feet is. Like, is that a normal size to have in your backyard? That is <laughs> like a, two, a, two stories high. Okay. <laughs> so what I was thinking, I was like, yeah, this is functional. I could just put this in my backyard. And then I'll, I read the description and I'm like, I don't know if that's normal. <laughs> that will definitely stick out. Each floor of a house, like if you touch your, um, from the, f- from the ground to the ceiling of any house is eight foot. Hmm. So mm, okay. if you have a two story house, it will, and it was inside, it would almost touch the roof of the second story. Wow. That's definitely a statement piece that would not come. <laughs> <laughs> but I still like it. It's functional, which is what I like about it. Yeah. Um, I'll read the description a little bit. It's from the 2000s from Disneyland, and it's an original Mickey ear lamppost. It's 15 feet tall, like we discussed. Um, it's made of sturdy metal, and it still has the original dark green paint on it. Um, and the Mickey ear part, it's on the top of the lamppost. It has Mickey's head. Uh, but it's in overall good condition, and it still works. So, nice. Like, um yeah i mean it's it's definitely gonna stick out like a sore thumb it's oh and i don't know if i mentioned it's estimated to go for five thousand to eight thousand so whoa yep (laughs) it was in the park up till night from 1995 on wow yeah yeah so crazy oh boy pretty good 
I want it. I know. Now I'm kind of wishing I had added it to my list. (laughs) So, but it's funny because mine is also kind of an outdoor thing too. So I chose lot number 156, the Donald Duck Disneyland parking lot sign. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So back in the night, like my earliest memories of Disneyland are from the nineties. And I vaguely remember these old signs. And I think when I was a kid, I was always like, Oh, I hope we get this character. I hope we get that character. So I just, I mean, it, it needs some TLC. Like it's not in the greatest of shape, but it's just, like so iconic as oh man i remember back in the day we used to park in those parking lots versus the parking structures so this is a large triangular metal sign from disneyland and it's 30 inches by 30 inches and it features the name and depiction of donald duck the condition is good with some dings and some wear throughout and it is estimated to go for three thousand to five thousand dollars Wow. Yeah. And they're also selling an Eeyore one too. And I think the Eeyore one is in a little worse condition, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you have a place in mind where you would display this? That is an excellent In your hypothetical house. (laughs) Maybe once I had a bigger house, I could put it somewhere. But yeah, I'm looking around right now. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, 30 inches is pretty big. So probably not. But okay. We could go on top of my fridge for now. Who knows? Be good. That'd be cute. <laughs> my husband would come home and be like, "What is that? Uh, nothing. <laughs> what? I don't see anything unusual whatsoever. What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and and here's the thing: is like I don't see the popularity of Disneyland stuff going down. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like all this. If you have the money, that it will only go up in value, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. especially since it's a documented piece that, you know, I don't see these things going down in value. I see them going up in value if you hold on to them. So, mm-hmm. and there, there's what they call one in one, one of one in the collectible world. Cause there's nothing else like it. Right. There, so. yeah. yeah. That's true. Okay. Um, I think we're good with our first two. We're going to take a quick break and, Still got more cash to burn. (laughs) Main Street UCI is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News Top 10 public university. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 professional certificate programs, we've helped over a quarter million students meet their career goals, and we can help you meet yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing. Okay, welcome back, everyone. We've still got more money to spend. So what are we getting into a bidding war with John Stamos over? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that happened last time, if anyone was like, I don't care if you're John Stamos. I want this thing. And then he eventually won. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> you know what i want the um i want the i-s-n-e-y on the sign that he has right. in his backyard oh my gosh <laughs> you know about this right Emily? yes yes okay because so he just has the d you know where's the i-s-n-e-y you know yeah. it's like does he have it in his garage or is there like one in each bedroom i, I just want to know um, i think that he would want the s so this way he could have like the s for stamos 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, since I started, I will continue on. Um, I am going to go with lot number 247. Ooh. It is the Disneyland uh, Main Street mailbox prop. Oh, I almost put that oh, too. Oh, man, so me too. Actually, I had to pick this at the last second because I looked at my list and actually I did choose the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, because I actually put together a, sh- a word sheet, which I just threw a bunch of them on there. And it's just like, I realized, oh, wait a minute. I did choose the lamppost, but I always wanted one of these things too. It is a um, post box. Um, it is green in color. It has a big D like the Disneyland sign. It says it has a top part that says pull down. It says letters across it. Um, these things are uh, on were on Main Street from the 1960s to 1970s, and they are a kind of old style mailbox. And um, you could, uh, you know, what I, they still have them, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, I think so and, yeah, yeah. If you put your mail in there, I thought they stamped them with something special before they they will actually take them to the post office for you. But they'll actually might be like an additional stamp on it or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyways, they believe that this particular one, um, which is 17 inches tall, 14 inches wide, and nine inches deep, um, and very good condition, you can get it for about three to five thousand dollars. Wow! Um, <laughs> I, I, it's big. I don't know what I would do with it. But it is super cool, and I would, I think, I, I, I want it. I'll put it on my mantle. I no, I'll, yes. I'll put it on the um next to the fireplace on the ground with the um with the uh with the chipmunk on the top. So there you go. There we go. I like. I it. can keep firewood in it or something. I don't. Yes. Know. Yeah. Make it functional. Yeah. Make it functional. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. one that it would be kind of cool to, like, if you could find a similar looking mailbox and then you could kind of make your own and it wouldn't be the original, but, you know, you that, still make something that would look like it. It'd be cute. Yeah. 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 Like a bread box or something like that. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Oh, I'll keep it in my kitchen and use it as a bread box. There you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Okay, so my last one is, like, the most non-functional. I don't, like, this is definitely a, like, never going to happen kind of thing. It's lot number 227, but, like, stay with me. I have a vision. Um, (laughs) It's lot number 227, Robert Olszewski Main Street UCA, UCA, what, USA model. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> and it's um estimated to go for fifteen thousand to twenty thousand. So definitely like never gonna happen kind of thing for me. Mm-hmm. But my idea is well, first of all, let me describe it. So it's Disneyland what is this again? I'm two twenty seven. Okay. I'm looking it up. <laughs> it's so, so cool looking. Yeah, so it's um dates are two two thousand two to two thousand twelve. It's a large model of Disneyland by renowned miniaturist Robert Olszewski. Oh, that name. Olszewski created a series of highly detailed replicas of the building um on Main Street USA between two thousand two and two thousand twelve. Um it's model the it measures seventy two inches by thirty five inches. Wow. It's 
pretty good condition. There's very minor scratches, um, like none on the exterior that I can see. And if it's anything, it's probably pretty small. Um, it includes an additional electrical parade set and many small character pieces to set up throughout the display. And it also comes with a touch-up paint kit. Nice. So, I mean, you're getting a lot. <laughs> right? But, okay, so my idea is that I don't know, like, how necessarily this would happen, but I was imagining it as, like, I could make it into, like, a coffee table yep. or something yep. and glass mm-hmm. over it. Ah, okay. So it wasn't that outrageous. <laughs> However, it is too big for a coffee table. You're going to need to make this like a dining room. Yeah, right? That would be cool. Yeah. The original idea 72, inches, 72 inches is six feet long and I 35 know. inches. So that's three feet by six feet. I, I know. I, you're, glass topping and make it into a kitchen table yeah so clearly uh my depth not even depth perception just my understanding of measurements is not accurate um but yeah i just think it's it'd be so cool and you get all of those additional parts and mm-hmm. then if you want to like play around with it or something maybe you could take the glass top off and then like play around rearrange things and then put it back on i don't know yeah it's a cool idea I don't think it's French fry rocks too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and it, it does it say anything about there's a train that goes along the edge? Does it mention anything right? about it that? Doesn't, hmm. I didn't see anything about that, but I saw that train track too. Yeah, there's a train track that goes around the whole circumference of it, and it looks like it could be HO scale. So, man, could you imagine if you could actually have the like have a right? little train that's constantly circling oh, on it? Too? That'd be awesome. On your glass dining room table. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Press the button and then it, it moves. Oh, cool. and then you'll have a soundtrack. Yes. yes. There you go. Oh, that'd be so neat. Nice. Uh, that was on my okay. list too. So I'm going to go oh, with man. my my backup. Oh, no. It's fine. Right? Great minds think alike, right? Yes. So my backup is lot number 761 and it is the Rocket Rods loading sign. And it's because... Everyone hates this ride because it killed the people mover, but I really loved going on it the like couple times I actually got to go on it because it was very short-lived. So I think this would be kind of fun. Um, it's from Disneyland in 1998, and it is an original double-sided metal sign from the loading area of the short-lived Tomorrowland attraction Rocket Rods. The text on both sides of the sign instructs riders to fasten their seatbelts and, and stow their articles. Um, it's 19 inches by about 40 inches and it's in very good condition and they think that it's going to go for 16,000 to $18,000. So pretty crazy. What number? It is 761. 61. Let me see. It's on page 261. That's really cool though. Yeah, it's a, like it's got a cool design, and I don't know. I I really thought that ride was a lot of fun. I'm really sad that they couldn't figure out a way to fix it because it was pretty cool. Like you were, you know, like People Mover was fun that you could actually kind of glide around up above everybody else, but this was like you were actually zooming at some parts, and so it, it made it a little bit different. It made it a little spiced up. So I remember that sign. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember because it's every time I went by there, it said, 
not working. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Ride attraction down or whatever, but being repaired always. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it had so many issues. It was crazy. I don't think, you know, I, what was it up for maybe like a year? I think so. Like maybe, maybe two years. Yeah. I feel I, like I it was of, around 97 when it first opened, maybe. Yeah. I think I've ridden it. it I think I've ridden it once and every single time I would go into the park, I would run up to the, that is like son of a gun. It's broken. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hmm. <sighs> so yeah. those are all of the items that we would spend potentially thousands on if we had thousands to burn. So uh, yeah. let us know if you would do the same or if there were any other items that caught your eye and you're like, hey, guys, why wouldn't you choose this instead? And let us know. But for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Our handle is at Main Street UCI. Don't forget to set- don't forget to send us your questions and any requests you, um, you'd like to hear us talk about. We love to hear from you. And thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. You can find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu. And with that, we hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.